Okay, so today we're going to be discussing chapters 14 and 15, as well as Um We're still discussing the Benoni. Uh, these really are the last two classes. Chapter 10 was the Tzadik, chapter 11 was the, uh, was the, was the Russia, and then 12, 13, 14 are getting into the Benoni, and then 15 is a slightly... It's about a nuance in the Benoni, but um, that's where we're, that's where we are. Okay, so we're going to say some really, really important things today. And this is, this is the most important thing that I think we're going to say today. So the first thing the Rebbe gets into in chapter 14 is understanding how it is that the Benoni is able to maintain perfect behavioral control meaning he always does says and thinks the right thing he never he never succumbs to avera in thought speech or action how is that so <clears throat> the first thing the rebbe tells us is he uses a um well let's see if we can we, we we've learned a little bit about identification yeah so what's the word in Hebrew for disidentification? Or the words to disidentify with something. Law at me? I mean I don't know the, the, the complex Hebrew word how to say that, but so the what's the what's the koyach of the soul that gives us the ability to to um, to identify? The koyach of the soul. Um, the koyach of the soul. Where does identification happen? In the, is that das? Yeah. Very good. Right. So disidentification. Is called Masiach Das. Masiach Das, right. See, we, we translate Masiach Das as just distracting yourself. But but on a Tanya level, on a much more Panimi level, being Masiach Das means to disidentify. And this is the first eight that the Rebbe explains that when a Taiva comes into us, yeah, you'll hear inside words like, I want, I need. I must have, yeah? That is called having identified with the taiva. Shalmiti. Identification with the taiva means that you're not really aware that you have a taiva. As in, there's not me and a taiva. There's just taiva. So how could you stand against that? What chance have you got? There isn't anyone to stand against it. There's just a taiva. That's called identifying with a taiva. Most of us spend our life, we don't realize that, that idea of talking about having a voice in our head. Yeah, no one realizes, or most people don't realize there's a voice in their head. That's them. It's not that there's a voice in their head. It's that's them. That's called having identified with the voice in their head. So when so when this when this desire to 
eat some chay food or to look at something wrong on the internet, yeah? When that desire comes up, if you don't create some kind of distance between you and that desire, there's there's no chance. This is such an important point. This is such an important point that there's literally no chance until you can create that separation between you and the tither. It, even when you've created that separation between you and the tither, that's not a fault. It doesn't mean that you're going to be saved, yeah? But at least now there's a chance. You're in with a fighting chance. Kozman, so like today I was feeling down, yeah? Today I was feeling a little hopeless. So I've I've practiced this for many years now. And, I can, and it's very important to articulate if you're experiencing a feeling, yeah? A person who hasn't created that distance between him and his feeling of hopelessness would probably say something like, oh, this is really terrible. The world's terrible. Oh, you might not even say anything, yeah? So what do I, I sit down with my wife and I said to her, I've got this like feeling of hopelessness inside me. And then it's like, wow, that's not me. Now I can, okay, it's there. I can't, you know, it's, I'm not going to deny that emotion, but that's not who I am. That's, that's, you know, you could say, well, there's anger inside me. There's hate inside me. There's this desire to eat this food inside me, but it's not me. You with me? I can't stress how important this is. That's called being masirtas. That's called being masirtas. So the Rebbe says the first thing you have to do when the tiver comes up is be masirtas. So now he he goes into this monologue. I'm actually going to read it out. I haven't really read much from inside in this year. I'm going to read inside a little bit because it's this genius monologue that the Rebbe wrote that's just there's so much in it, but there's one I want to really bring out the most important point that I want to bring out. And I'm going to spoil it. I'm just going to say it out right now is the Rebbe is basically going to help us use our ego and our undeniable sense of self to become a more, to become more of a tzaddik, to not get to use our ego to stop us from doing avayras. And when you read the Loshan, how he writes it is Murdoch. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read it to you. Okay, so it's Yachol is Gabel Asir Daftoi Memenulagamre. He's able to be um misgabe and to be Nasir Das from the Taiva completely. But Amul Aliboy. And this is how he does it. This is what he says in his heart. Aineni Roitzilioiz Rosha. And this is the this is the advice that the Reb is giving us to be Masir Das. So again, Messiah Das means to disidentify, which on a practical level means to create a distance between me and the Taiva. There's me and then there's the Taiva. There's not just Taiva. But I'll, I'll give you a good example of this. When you ever had a, a good example is you ever had a Taiva to eat a chocolate bar, yeah? But yeah, obviously. But you you have to catch a Myriv. And you're like you say in your mind. Well, look, I'm gonna just. Well, you've you've got no option. You, you if you don't dove in my life now, you haven't got time to get the chocolate bar first. So you don't really want to get the chocolate bar, but you want to go. You 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 so you do really want to eat the chocolate bar, but you have my life in, in the interim. So now, have you ever been in that situation 
where, like, for example, any tithe you wanted to do, and somehow it worked out by Shkaka, you had to daven before you fulfilled the tithe. You had to daven Shimon essay. Anybody's had that experience? All you're thinking about is the tithe during the Shimon essay. Can you daven to have Hashem take the tithe away? From my experience, yeah, go on. I mean, you can, you want that, you want it badly, so you're not going to daven, but it's all you can't focus on the davening. So, th this is the point it's as difficult to daven for Hashem to take the tithe away as it would be to be oimed against the tithe stum. You can, you could, but you, it, it's just as hard. Like, if for you to turn out to Hashem and say, Hashem, please take away this tither for me to go and eat this chocolate bar would be as difficult as me going, I'm not going to go and get that chocolate bar. It's the same thing. You with me? That's because a person is identified with the tither. Who is there to ask? You, the, the, you've identified with the tither. So what, the tither is going to ask to die himself? The tither is going to ask that he should be killed and removed from the world? You with me? It's like anger. It's like when you're angry. Yeah. Unless you create that distance between you and the anger, how could you daven to Hashem to take the anger away? That's like davening to die. People with me, you're happening the profundity of this idea. So, so this is what the Rebbe says. This is how we do it. The first thing is, you have to assert a nani rays is Russia a finusha achas. I don't want to be a Russia even for a moment. First things first is you have to you have to establish that there is another rotson. I want to eat the chocolate bar. We're just going to make it parallel. Yeah? I know we're like turning this into a big thing, the chocolate bar, but just it's not going to threaten anyone. Yeah, so or that much anyway. So we say I want this. I need this chocolate bar. I have to. I must. I, <coughs> I'm just, I'm plutzing, just let me, yeah. First thing is, you say, I don't want to be a Russia. I don't want to be a Baltiva. That's already establishing that there's you and the Tiva. There's not just the Tiva. And it's Eneni Roitze. I, you start using the word I. Ki Eneni Roitze is moved down. Now we're going weiter. I don't want to be separated from God in any way. That's that's establishing again using the ani, but establishing that there is no, there's no uh, what's the word? It's it's an all or nothing situation. Because it says that averus make a separation. I want to be David to him. Okay. Just like this is my natural state. At this point now in the Rebbe's monologue, this famous monologue that he gives, the Yid has established that really... That's this isn't who he is. The tithe is not who he is. Who he is is a being that wants to be dovic to Hashem in his thought, speech, and action. He doesn't want any separation between him and Hashem. He just wants that's that's it. But but there's still the tithe. 
but at least now I've established who I am. I'm this godly being with an ungodly tither, as opposed to I'm just a tither. This is such a, this is, so let's keep going. But Afilu Kaushabakalim, now, now he's going to use a, he's going to use the ego on itself to help him overcome this tither. But Afilu Kaushabakalim, even the lowliest Yidden, they're able to give up their life for a Kiddush Hashem. And I, and he uses the word Anoichi, not Ani. Anoichi is Shem Gaiva. Yeah, Shem says the word Anoichi. I don't say Anoichi. He says, I, I am a Vadai, not less than this man. This guy would give up his life when push comes to shove for Hashem, I, there can't, it can't be that I'm lower than him. It's been nichnas into him, it's confused him. Remember, shtus, what, what is, what, what's that, that terrible word that we're so scared of? The word that people um, give up their lives for, that we've spoken about so many times. The, the word that the Avramavina was able to rise above his Shita. Shita. That's Loshan Rosh Stus. Stus and Shita is the same Oasis. Shita is, Shita is the opposite of Masiach Das. The Shita means that you have identified with X. That's Bechol Mo'idecha. So it's Elenichnas by Stus that he's become identified with this. He's become identified. Nichnas as well is Lashem Panimi. It's gone Panimi. It's become his Panimius. Why does it have to say Nichnas by Stus? Why not Makiv Lo Stus? Or Nisdabeg Lo Stus? Nichnas by Stus. He's become confused with who he is, with what he is. Now he's just this tither. So he's saying, no, 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 no. That's, he's, he's articulating it now. This is what's making the people fall, is they've become completely identified with this taiva. And it, it, it comes out in his mind that even with this Aveira, he's going to stay connected how he, in his Yiddishkeit. And he also forgets his natural state of the Ava that he has in Hashem. Avarani. Eneni roitzelio shoite. Shoite, Russian shtus again. Russian shita. Avarani. Eneni roitzelio shoite. Kamoihu le kafoha MS. I'm not going to be sucked into this shtuyot. Shtuyot is also Russian shita. Shtus, shoite, shtuyot. All lost in shita. All means I've lost myself in the taiva. I've forgotten who I am. And then he hits us with the real one. Kermoyu lichfoyha emes. To be koifala emes. The highest level of the shma that the goof can get to is by saying, this is just right. It's the right thing. He owns me. I belong to him. I'm his. That's just MS. The goof can say that. 
you notice that this is the worst case scenario, basically. The Rebbe does not mention at all Schav Oynesh. Doesn't go there whatsoever. In the Rebbe's world, that's one of the Yud Gimurikarim. But in the Rebbe's world, Schav and Oynesh is not a Manda Amar in our Voida. Because whenever, see, it's it's a little bit, I think the way um, the way we have Weinberg Rav Noach Weinberg said it. He said, if it's about Schar and Oynesh, then basically the Heshbon is, well, if the devil would pay more, I'd do it. That's not very healthy. So the Rebbe doesn't even go to Schar and Oynesh, Bichlau. He goes along the way of turning the Gaiva on itself with the self-proclamation of our oh, I, I couldn't do something like this. Create the distance between you and the Taiva by, by asserting that there's another Ratzon, that you have a desire for something other than the Ratzon, meaning for Hashem, meaning for Kedusha, meaning for reality. And then use that self-importance, so to speak, to say, I can't do this. Like imagine, you know, in front of your children, you couldn't, you know, you you wouldn't look at that on the uh, on the computer in front of your kids. That's why not. Imagine what they think of me. How could I? How could they? I couldn't do that. That's again using that's that's using the self on the self, and and it's important to know that at the time of the flaring of a tiger like this, one sense of self is 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 by definition it's mamish pumping so it's dafka the right tool to use at that time because it's it's really in its element that sense of self okay so the rebbe goes on any questions on that idea because that's a big idea no questions it's uh more more of a statement it's game changing go on I'm just saying this idea is like at the moment to introduce to introduce that is it's bakal it's 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 very bit like behaviorist um and 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 it's and it's and it's and it's coming from a kadusha type of thing yeah yeah um yeah then he then he tells us again um well not again he basically tells us that in his his uh, system of reality, um, it's not in our um, it's not in our it's not in our abilities to become a tzaddik. That's what he says. He said very clearly. He says, "Avoid uh, matana meaning that it's a it's a matana from Shemaim. You could two people can work as hard as they want. Both mamas smashing themselves in, in every way they can and breaking tires and being oimed on the nasionas and all inyanim, and they still won't become a tzaddik. He said that becoming a tzaddik, meaning that your inner world is completely in line with the Rabbonishwailam, that is uh, considered a matanam in a shemayim. And then he he asks the um the question that he asked in the first page of Tanya. Where Eov turns around and says, Brasa Tzadikim Brasa Rishayim in the Gemur in um, 
C'est par le C'est par le Hashem doesn't determine whether or not you're going to be a tzaddik or a rasha. That's called Bechir Achofshis. That's up to you. That's your choice. So he answers in this question by saying, really, um, he did create tzaddikim and rashaim. Meaning a Russia, a, a tzaddik, a, a Benoni is basically a Russia who's behaving like a tzaddik. He's got the same inner workings as the Russia, but he's he's behaving like a tzaddik. So there really are two creations in the world. There's Rishoyim and Tzaddikim. Like the problem is that we only have one word for Rishoyim. So, you know, the, the, those those Rishoyim, Yemach Shemam on October 7th, yeah, we call them Rishoyim. And then we're saying, well, I'm also a Russia. So no, we're not saying like that. Yeah. Russia means a person who's got a who's got a healthy sense of self. That's what it means. That's what that's what it says in the Haggadah. What's the definition of a Russia in the Haggadah? Ma, what it, what does this to you? And yeah, but then he said, no, but then he really defines the Russia. He says a a yotzis that's my in a cloud. Right. He takes himself out of the cloud. That's called a Russia. Maybe that's why we go to Kolo. Because we start in a Cheda. And we go to a Yishuv. And then we end up Nichlal in a Kolo. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just thinking. Um, so then, but then he then he asked another question. The, 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 the original, at the beginning of the Tanya, Mashpin Russia. They make you take an oath to be a tzaddik. And now he's telling you, you can't be a tzaddik. So what about that oath that they made you take when you came to this world? So he says, so what that means is there's two two uh, two components to that. There's the sumera and the asetoiv. Yeah. Number one is meditate on what this physical world really is. And how, like the the the, like to to be drawn after the things of this world when you really think about it clearly is just it's very it's very easy to see. You know when it's easiest to see is in your wife dealing with her tithers. When you see a tither taken out, or your kids, when you see the tither taken out of your immediate urgency, yeah, and you see it in someone else, it's ridiculous. No. And you're just like, pull yourself together. What are you doing? What, what are you doing? Stop doing that. Stop it. You cut in yourself, you're like, it's the opposite. It's like, how can I ever stop doing that? But by somebody else, it's very easy. Once the once the urgency has been taken away, it's very easy to see how ridiculous it is. That's number one. Number two um, is, is contemplate where it goes afterwards. Like you know, the 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 tiver of of well, just think about the tiver of food. What happens to when you, once you've eaten a whole bunch of pizza? What what does it end up as? Where does it go? Think about that substance that it ends up as. It's disgusting. Mama's disgusting. Yeah. And then there's the assay toiv, which means think about the bonusroidum. Think about learn, learn shayikhadvermuna, learn svarim that give you a give you a uh, give you a bit of a 
when you think about the Rabbonish Rome, let's spend some time learning a little bit of physics or or um or or biology or anything that tickles your fan, whatever whatever speaks to you, yeah, that, that illuminates the bonus line to you a little bit. Yeah. So that's that's what he says, your Makayim, the Shavua of Tzadik, by concentrating on things that will help you dislocate yourself a little bit from your tivers. And concentrating on things that will give you more of a geschmack in your Vodas Hashem, in your in, in Ruchnias. That's how you're making the mitzvah of uh, the, the Shavuot of Tiyatzadik. And then he says, then you've got one of three options if you do that. If you meditate on how nothing this world is and how disgusting it is once it goes through you or the feeling after, you know, I'm not going to get into details of the different tivers that we're in, but everyone knows like you know like a you know a heavy night of drinking yeah what does it look like the following morning yeah or if you gorge yourself on candies how it feels like an hour later or whatever it is everyone knows yeah um and if you if you put your mind into Divre Kadusha and learn these topics up. Learn that I'm about to put out a, a, a big, uh, like a thing that I've written. It's taken me a couple of years to write. I'm about to publish it. And it gives you some good meditations on how to, these ideas to think about and to, the, you can't think of, like, this is what people, it talks about being misboining on Gedulah Hashem. And everyone says it quickly because no one really knows what it's talking about. But if you, if you, if, I mean, there's a lot of Goyesha books around nowadays as well that give you give you some uh, ammunition as well. But the goal is to get get involved in these ideas, think about them, learn about them, mamash, learn about them, and then you can you can kick, you can pull them out of the hat, you can pull them out your pocket whenever you're sitting there and start thinking about empty space, about light theory, about DNA, about about the holographic nature of the of the of the universe and of the Torah and 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 how Hashem guides you through all of life with how you see the Hashkacha in your learning and and, and however you whatever whatever speaks to you. But the, but but you have to take out the time. That's called the Asetov. And then he, he promised you one of three things. Number one, the first thing is you'll be Makayim the Havtach, the, the Shavuah that you made of Tzadik. That's enough. But that's number one. Yeah. Number two, you can actually develop a second nature where it won't be that you've mummish become godly like a Tzadik, but for all intents and purposes, you'll start feeling holier. The the tithers will start. You won't have tithers for such coarse things. You'll start seeing yourself gradually rising above things that you used to not be able to resist you know, not so long ago, uh, you'll start seeing that you're you're getting more of a geschmack in your davening and in your learning and in your shalom bias and in your bein adam and in tefillin and and tzitzis and mezuzah and all the different avoiders and mechule, yeah? And then number three, which is really interesting, and I think I'll tell you a personal story about this, is the idea of a ruach of a tzaddik being this dabek to you. And I think I actually had that about it was about six, I'm not sure, but I'll just tell you my experience, about six or seven years ago, for about four days, about three days, yeah, I, like, went into super tzaddik mode out of, like, nowhere. Like, I don't know what happened, but I couldn't look at, I couldn't look at women, and I couldn't, like, I I was, like, 
I can't even explain to you what happened. And then, and then it went away. And I ended up going and looking at stuff on a computer that I shouldn't have looked at. Like, and it was like, it was the weirdest thing. I had this like thing of Kadusha, and then it was like crash and a Vela. And it was like, it was, it was the weird, and then it was gone, and it was like, it was, it was just very strange. The only thing I could think of was was that. But that 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 happens, I think. That could be what that was. But he speaks about it in a more like it sounds like it's a more um a more uh, like um constant thing. But that 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 also uh, is the point. Okay. So with that we finished chapter 14. Now we're into chapter 15. Chapter 15 is really, really simple. Um it's really a very simple message, very important message, but a very simple message. And um the um he brings a pasuk from Malachi. It says ben Sadik ben Elokim I've seen the difference between the Tzadik and the Rasha, and between the one who serves God and the one who doesn't serve God. So obviously there's a redundancy there. Yeah, the Tzadik serves God and the Rasha doesn't serve God. So what the what the um what the Tanya goes off and explains is that no, we've got the Tzadik and the Rasha, and then he's describing two kinds of Bainoinim. So we're actually at this point now going to divide the Benoini into two styles, into two minim, into two uh, types. We've got the Benoini who serves and the Benoini who doesn't serve. So the one who doesn't serve, the Gamor describes, is the one who learns his thing that he learned a hundred times. And the one who does serve is the one who learns his thing 101 times. Basically, what the Rebbe is talking about, and this is really the, this is our klal in the Vodas Hashem, is you have to be pushing. You have to be pushing outside of your comfort zone. You have to be going beyond what is comfortable. Now, that doesn't mean that you're a nutcase and you end up crashing, you know, going nuts the whole time. But I think... Um, I think um, that to crash every now and again, once a month or something like that, is a very healthy thing. Because if you don't burn out every now and again, that's uh, a gilly that you weren't working on full cylinders. So I think it is important to have a, to every, uh, you know, once in a while, not so often, but once in a while to take a time out and recuperate because you've been pushing too hard. But um, this is this is this this is this chapter of the Tanya, where he talks about pushing beyond what your your regulus, your what you've become habituated to, to do. Very good, yeah. So um, so don't that's not just in Lima de Torah. That's not just in Avodas Achila and in, you know in Shalom Bias and. Well, I should say that that can also be in Shalomas, that can also be in Voidus at Sadaka. That can also be in 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 sitzes. That you know, you, you know, to, to not walk around the house at night without your sitzes on might be uh 
that that might be pushing you outside of your comfort zone and you know you should be doing that or whatever it is. But that's what the Rebbe is talking about. This, so, so we've got, so what does it mean the Benoini who doesn't serve? Because he's a Benoini, that means he doesn't do any Averas. So how can it be that he's not struggling? So it means that he's well, one of two options. Either he's kind of a very dispassionate, kind of wet person. His personality is very dispassionate and passive, and he doesn't have the desire for any Avera in any way. Um, and therefore, he is not doing any Averas, and he's doing only mitzvahs, but that's just his default that's just his his coasting. He's just an autopilot, but his autopilot looks pretty good. It could also be a guy who Mamash pushed hard, which is something that the Balachuva come up against a lot, very profoundly, is that they were pushing hard at the beginning and they Mamash really, they worked hard and whatever. And then after a few years, it becomes like, second nature and then they start coasting and then that's it they fall into Haredi society and they're not doing Averas and they're doing mitzvahs but they're just they're, there's no there's no fight and when there's no fight you start to like just like your body if you don't exercise your body starts to deteriorate if there's no pushing if there's no like if there's no tension you know what I'm saying what is it the Gemur says that the, the Malachim are standing over each blade of grass, hitting it, saying, G'dil, G'dil, grow, grow, yeah? Why hitting it? There has to be, the, in, in, the, in, the, in the Kabbalah, it always talks about the, the Hakois Kalim and Oyrus. The, there's like a, well, the Hakois Kalim, where there's the friction of the Kalim that causes, that causes the Nitzotzin to to fly out and to create, to, to be higher, lower levels. And there, there has to be a level of friction. There has to be, there has to be a level of, of discomfort, a level of, a level of striving. There has to be like, like every film, every film, every single film is always about a hero against some kind of villain. It could be his own villain inside, or it could be some, you know, there's always the protagonist and the, uh, and the antagonist. That's every film boils down to that. The drama of life, everybody, that's what, that's the drama of life. There has to be some it's, kind of friction. It's the, it's the Flintstone. It's the mere essence of creating a spark. You need to you need to create the friction. You need to create it in order to create something. It's not going to come from nothing. Yeah, beautiful. Absolutely. So like what Avi said, exactly that. This idea there needs to be that friction. How do you make a fire? Either you get the 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 uh, the, uh, the wood, you go like that, or you bang the rock, you go like that. Whatever it is, or you strike the match. But that that's what the Reb is getting at. Is that as a Benoini, you can fall into what's the word? You can fall into into rote, and it and you know what? And and that's you know what's really a, a real tragedy. Rav Manis talked about the whole time is when that happens to a marriage. It's it's a much worse situation when there's fighting, when you've just it's just normal. 
and then and then no one knows what the problem is. Or well, the man doesn't usually care. But the woman, this is what Rav, Rav Manis says, is the woman doesn't even know what the problem is. She just feels alone. Because there has to be that passion. There has to be that, there has to be the, the you know, there, there can be the, the, the argument and the fight and then the making up and the coming back together. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how men and women, that's how we do it. You know what I'm saying? But when it's just like, like that's like brother and sister. And then the woman starts to feel alone. And she doesn't even know what's wrong because everything looks right. He does everything right. She does everything right. It's all right. But but where are you? Because there was no, there was no friction. I'm not, not saying in a bad way, but there has to be, it doesn't have to be insulting or ugly, but there has to be that energy. There has to, you can't, you with me? You realize, but, but, I say it like this, I always say it like this, that there's much more danger of a person being snuffed out than being burned out. Don't worry too much about getting burned out. Snuff, you know what snuffed out means? It's when you light that, you light the candle and, sh- and you see it like getting smaller and smaller and you're like, no, 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 it's gone. Yeah, that's snuffed out. I've seen that happen to a lot of people, a lot of people. I would say it's different stages in the Balachuva process, Isa. Burnout is earlier on when a person tries to do too much and they literally, the next day they were in yeah. they were dressing in long clothes, long bush and dominating like for hours. And the next day they're like back in their secular clothes. I've That's seen that many cool. times as well. I don't even know if I'd call that burned out. I would say that the same, the same tither that made them fall back into secular kai, it was the same thing that was going on that made them put on the... Uh, put on the stupid lavouche and, and jump into everything all at once. It's the same thing. I don't, I'm, I don't, I hear what you're saying. I, either way, but for where we're oh. holding right now, yeah, we're holding right now. We have to make sure that there's some kind of tension that we're pushing. We have to, we have to, that means like bite your lip, you know, try and bite your lip at least once a day with your wife. You know, that takes, that takes pressing. That's, the, the the you know the the American way is like that's the whole LGBT thing whatever um, is just there's no um, I think that's for me the biggest on a secular level if you know because on a secular level you could there's no real argument for Mishkav Zohar really that's a religious standpoint God said don't do it but I w- I would say even on a humanitarian level that when 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 the, the intimate act gets ultimately removed from procreation and becomes kulu pleasure and there's not even a hint now you're actually damaging society or damaging the whole ethos of society it's like i'm 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 drilling a hole in the boat under my seat you're like leave me alone it's my seat no you're giving a message of the fact that really it's all about the most selfless act that there is in the world, I've removed it so much from from its natural state that it's now kulu about pleasure. When in truth, intimacy is second, its secondary thing is pleasure. The point of intimacy is having children, which is the opposite of pleasure, which is which is the most selfless thing you can do. So there's like this dichotomy of intimacy is there's the selfless aspect of of having children, which is the ultimate level of selflessness. And then there's the selfish aspect of pleasure, which is the ultimate level of selfishness. 
So at least when it's between a man and a woman, there's still a remez, or at least they have to take precautions that doesn't happen for Hule. Whereas when you take it out of that context, now you've completely removed it from any notion of selflessness. It, it's not relevant bichlal that that act, that act even has anything to do with selflessness. Yeah, that's damaging, I think. That's a damaging message. Anyway, that's just my own thoughts. That was off topic a little bit. So just to finish off, yeah? To finish off, um, the I don't know if you remember back in chapter nine, we talk, we spoke about the three levels of Bittle. We spoke about the brain, the heart, and the Ava, like the limb, like the hand. Anyone remembers this? A little bit. So the level of the brain, the Bittle of the, the these are all levels of Bittle. Yeah. The level of the brain, I describe it as like, you know, the guy who works for you who's on his telephone. But he's a good guy. And the minute you need him, the telephone's away and he's right there. But if you if there's nothing to do, he's at the corner there on his phone, you know. The minute you yeah, that's bittle. That's a that's a he's bottle. He's mavato, his rutson. He has a rutson. When it doesn't interfere with your rutson, he's all he's with his rutson. But the minute there's a contradiction between your rutson and his rutson, his rutson goes out the window and he's there for you. That's that's the level of bittle of the brain. The brain is thinking about its own stuff. And then you're like, brain, I need you to help me do this. And he's like, okay, let's forget that. I'm with you. That's bitter. That's a bit of the brain. Yeah. Then I'm going to jump to the ultimate bitter. Then there's the bit of the hand. The bit of the hand is that it just hangs there. If your hand is doing something not connected to your rutson, it's called a markova, like your car, your car sitting in your garage. If your rutson isn't connected to your car, your car just sits there. That's a much deeper level of bittle than the than the brain. Yeah, than the guy who's working for you. Because he's got his own ruts on where he puts to the side when you need him. The car doesn't have its own ruts on, it just sits there waiting for you. It's just waiting for you. Yeah. Then there's the in so that's the hand. So you've got the brain, which is the lowest level of bittle, the hand, which is the highest level of bittle, and the intermediate level of bittle is the heart or any of the internal organs. It's beautiful. This is from the Lubavitcher Rebbe. I'm, I'm, I'm helping us understand this level of the Benoni who doesn't serve. The heart, what does a heart do? It pumps. Now, in our blessed age, human beings can take a heart out of one man and put it in another man, and it keeps on pumping. So a heart pumps. If a person was to extract a heart from a body, it could still pump if you linked it. That's all it does. That's its thing. Its thing is the pump. Now stick it in my body over here and connect it up to all the tubes and stuff, yeah? And thank God it just wants to pump. My whole body is dependent on him. But it's not really selfless. It's not like the hand is just sitting there waiting for you to call him. The heart does its thing. The heart pumps. The liver filters. The spleen creates bile, whatever it does, yeah? All the things that the, the, but the internal organs, the lungs do their thing, pump oxygen. They do their thing, but in context, they find their place 
that's a deeper level of bittle than the brain. Because the brain, he's doing his thing, but his thing is not connected to you. Now you need to grab him, he drops his thing. The heart is doing his thing, but he's in the right place at the right time. You with me? That's the Benoni who doesn't serve. The Benoni who doesn't serve is just, he's a good guy, man. He's like, he's hes not into Averas, he's into mitzvahs, he's not a big Baal He's like, if he wasn't in the base Medrash learning Torah, he'd be in a laboratory somewhere studying some other books. That's who he is. He's a, he's a, he's bookish. He's a, he's a nerd. He's, you know, he's into learning. He's, he's dispassionate, right? He's an intellect. He's a what? He's an intellect. An intellect. Yeah, he's a dispassionate. He, he might even be, he's not that, so he's just a dispassionate person. He's not into Tyvers Nashim. He's a cold, frigid person, whatever it is. But it happens to be that his nature is in line with Ratzon Hashem. That's like the heart. Okay, that would be that's you know that's not a bad place to be, but when you're there, now we have to work out where is it that I can push, because you can't you can't live without the pushing, you can't you have to be fighting, you have to, there has to be a fight. That's why that you know like look at America. What happened after the Cold War? The minute the Cold War ended, came uh, you know jihadist Islam. America can't be without uh, without a um, without an enemy. There needs to be that Lahavdil. That's another. That's Mitzad Tuma. But then there needs to be that struggle. If 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 there's no like fight against the Yetzer, then we're it's like the, the, the way I heard a, a, a wise man say at one time is that if you're not fighting, you're being pinned. Now it could be that you're being pinned because who's pinning you is a bit of a wimp anyway yeah that everything looks fine but you're still being pinned and that's not a good place to be so that's really parent 15 of the panda is that we are here to strive to um to uh strive to to serve hashem it's not about and again just to bring it back home gavriel you'll appreciate this just like just like just like um, the Tanya's always forcing us to go inside he just did it again by saying everything might look great your behaviour might look fantastic but, but are you pushing could be you're getting up at the crack of dawn you're, you're learning the whole day you're doing this, you're doing that you look like a big tzaddik great, that's lovely, yeah but tell me, like, what you you doing anything? You feel like you're stagnating. It might to everybody else. It might look like you're mummish, a, a fiery southern mummish, like a swath mummish. But let ask yourself this: Is that did you feel like you're stagnating? Do you feel like you've plateaued out? That life's become a little bit like monotonous again, even though everyone thinks you're a big tzaddik. And that's what the rogue is trying to do: is trying to say, look inside. Make sure that's not the case. Make sure that's not the case. But that's specifically for a Benin. A Russia, Vatovla, which is us, hopefully, always fighting. Is it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, the Russia can't fall into this, uh, into this, um, what's it called? 
into this uh like um um despond not despondent um this trap was the complacent. word complacent this, yeah this like, complacent you know, can't fall it's still no gay for us in certain areas where we have really good habits what do you mean certain areas of our life where we really are on our game we're bane and could be we're a bane in certain areas of life those areas we have to keep pushing yeah yeah absolutely Shkoyach. Okay, we should be Zaycha. Let's go to Hashem. Zaycha.